How's it going, everybody? You are listening to the Eastminster Young Adults Podcast, a place where you can learn more about what it means to be a young adult Christian in times like these. You know, studies show that two of every three young adults have a challenging time finding Christian community. Eastminster Presbyterian Church seeks to create a community where you can be known, loved, and challenged without the fear of facing judgment. In doing so, we believe that the world will be a better place. So thanks for listening to the podcast. All right, everybody, Pastor Joe here, and like I've been doing the last several episodes, I'm taking one of these cards from the Wordsmith deck from Best Life or BestSelf.co. hundred different writing prompts. This helps with writer's block, but also helps you introduce yourself to a group of people. So I'm going to take one of these cards and just answer it on random. You can hear the cards right here. Okay, so let's just take one. It says, this is a question. What do you need to do by the end of the year to make this year meaningful? What a great question. So at the time of this recording, it's mid-July. And I think, what should I do by the end of the year to make this year meaningful? So I am going to be 39 years old and in August. And so I'll be 39 at the end of this year, kind of getting closer and closer to 40. I think that I probably need to cut down committed stuff uh, by the end of this year. So I can start just honing in on what's most important. I love the way Bob Goff talks about getting your life back. He's got this practice where he says you need to quit something every Thursday until you get your life back. Isn't that amazing? So imagine having your phone and at 9 o'clock on Thursday, it just pops up like a calendar reminder quit something and then you have to quit something in order to kind of move ahead. So I think what I'm going to, what, if you were like to follow me around, you would see me winnowing a bit of my interests or, you know, casual things I've committed to, uh, unsubscribe to a bunch of like emails so that I'm just less distracted and a little more focused. Cause I think my hope is that by the time I turn the corner at 40, there's like, you know, maybe just a handful of things that I'm giving my best self to. And so uh, I think what we'll have month by month by the end of the year is just a bit of an analysis of are you getting closer and closer to that manageable volume of things to commit to? I mean, this is not just like it's like work and family and personal interest and exercise, all that stuff, like having it dialed into where there's this less, you know, there's this less uh, memory being used to to you know get so many of these apps running in my life to kind of winnow it down. Uh, you know how like your phone screen, Apple, iPhone, whatever, whatever you have, you have like you can have several screens of apps. Like trying to limit my life to just a like one screen with maybe just bins of apps, to where it's just not so much going on and just taking the battery out. So. That's what I do. So how would you answer that question? What do you need to do by the end of the year to make this a meaningful year? Maybe you and I can talk about it sometime. All right, I'll do this the next time at the next episode, so we'll see what question comes up next. Thanks.
All right, so for this first season, we're trying to get some basics down about what young adult ministry looks like and what we'd like to try to do here at Eastminster. And up to this point, if you've listened to the other episodes, you know that we're trying to build a community for young adults. I mean, two out of every three are looking for spiritual community. They can't find it. So we need to build something to attract young adults to our community because uh, we want to give them a way of life, something that can be mastered and something that adds meaning to their life. I mean, pause here, go back to episode four, if you'd like, and go back to that Victor Frankl, where he says, you know, meaning, we're searching for meaning. And meeting is constructed when you have a project that demands something from you, that you've been able to redeem some of the broke, broken, stinky, unfortunate things in your life. And if you belong to a unconditional community, people who run towards you no matter what, who are with you uh, to the very end. And so those are the things that we have to think about when it comes to yoga adult ministry. And so the first piece of the puzzle, the first way of life, is having a daily time with God. Now, for some of us who have spent some considerable time in the church, this might elicit a lot of things. Uh, for instance, what you might be thinking right now is having flashbacks of crabby youth leaders from your past, not ones at Eastminster, different place perhaps, um, who would just harp on you for having a daily time with God. And oftentimes they would even defend why you should. They just wanted to know if you're doing it or not. Um, some of us might have experienced some shame because prayer was hard and we would sleep all the time during silent prayer. And we think, man, I'd, I'm good at a few things. I'm definitely not good at prayer. I don't know if I'll ever learn how to do it. Um, here's the deal. We do have an opportunity when it comes to daily time with God to have a just a daily time with God, and that connects us to loving community. I think those two things can be established at the same time. Um, here's the deal. For centuries, this is how the church organized itself. Uh, large portions of the church meditate on the same Bible passages and pray similar prayers. Like So outside of evangelicalism, even though some evangelical churches have adopted this over the years, but there are still like large swaths of the church community, that pray a thing called the Revised Common Lectionary. In every single church, no matter where you are in the world, if you're in Russia or if you're in Rockford, Connecticut, um, if you go to one of these churches, they pray the same prayers and they read the same passages and the preacher, priest, preacher, preaches from those passages. And it doesn't seem to like slow anybody down. Like They, they make disciples through that way of life um, because they give themselves to it. And so, once again, uh, there's a way to connect the body of Christ as we connect with God at the same time. Uh, this Here's the deal. I've been a part of churches for some time now. Um, and what I've noticed, it has been an encouraging piece of my experience to see older adults who have a habit of a daily connection with God. Now, what you'll normally see is next to their Bible, they'll have a companion resource at some point, like our daily bread or the daily bread or this daily bread, whatever. There's like several versions of that. There's some who do the upper room. Uh, if a lot of United Methodist churches do the upper room. Uh, I was a part of a church where Jesus Calling was a big one. And for some, it was like it was next to their nightstand. I even remember like somebody saying it's 
on their toilet seat so that when they spend some time on the toilet, they can read through their daily or their Jesus calling. And what I've found is that even though this is like a year-long devotional, they do it year after year after year. And there are times that when people share uh, because it's their turn to share at their Bible study or um, their coworker uh, asked them if they could pray for them, they'll, they'll say, hey, I just read in Jesus Calling this morning about this, and I think it might be encouraging to you in your situation. It's a, a, a small piece of their day, but whatever, it's used to like connect them with God and open up their uh, life with God uh, for that day ahead. And so they look at, the, like in the morning particularly, They'll read it, and then all of a sudden, it, it clues them in, it zeroes them in, it centers them for their day with Jesus. But what's cool is that when people worship together and they have this similar practice, this, they all read Jesus Calling, they all read The Upper Room, they all read Our Daily Bread, they'll say, hey, didn't you like that story that was shared in Jesus Calling this morning? And I found that was so appropriate. And so not only are they like connecting with God, but they're also connecting with one another. And so they'll go to a small group, and they'll say, hey, on Tuesday... Um, we had this passage and then I was listening to the radio and that same verse came up. And for whatever reason, when there there's like a, a similar thing that happens in the thing I read and the thing on the radio, I feel like God's speaking to me. And so all of a sudden people are very winsomely, in a very winsome way, they're talking about their faith with one another. And a, a bunch of these conversation over a given period of time makes this a spiritual community where Jesus ministers to and through people towards one another. And so I think that what we need, if we're going to have a community where there's, you know, something that a way of life uh, that connects people with one another and adds meaning to their life, we need to have a, a resource for a daily walk with God. And so there's a lot out there, but the one that I want us to use in the young adult ministry is one that I found recently. Uh, Bob Goff, I've already mentioned in the uh, podcast episode. He has one called Live in Grace and Walk in Love. And it's a 365-day devotional that people can use to uh, nurture the rock with God. So right here behind me in my office, uh, let's see here. I've got 20 copies of Live in Grace and Walk in Love. And um, I have it on Kindle, but I've got a bunch. I spent like the last of our like 2019 budget on these. I had to like squeeze it in there. So I've got 20 copies ready. And what I'm offering is this, is that anyone who's interested in engaging with God daily and have also be a way to connect with one another in our young adult ministry, that we'll take up this devotional that will have, like it's just a, a page. It's got a passage, it's got a title, it's got a passage, and it's got some reflection questions at the end of the devotional. And I found it like 10 out of 10, very meaningful for the day. So for instance, uh, today's devotional that I read uh, talked about um, leading with love. It's you know, a very simple concept. And I went to the driver's license place this morning because I had to make an appointment and get a Kansas driver's license since we're relocating back to Kansas. And um, the, you can imagine the workers during COVID-19 at a driver's license place and how stressful it is. And so I just had this moment because the content was still in my mind. I'm like, I want to love the person that I have to interact with getting a driver's license. And so I was uh, there. It was a 10-minute interaction with this person, but she was playing music on her phone, and the praise and worship song Reckless Love came up. And I said, hey, I, I really love this song. And she 
talked about that song and another song. And I can imagine that for her, she has to see multiple people, all these faces, and maybe some people are kind of crabby and demanding of her. For one guest at her counter to say, hey, I'm with you, and I think that we have a, a common faith, and I just want to encourage you today. Like, I think that was just a way to lead with love in that moment. That all came because I spent some time in a book, and it took like two or three minutes of my day to do so. So imagine going to now a grow group on Sunday morning or a small group throughout the week, having read the same stuff, we can compare notes about what God is doing in our life because all because we're giving ourselves daily to intending to God and intending to one another. So if you would like one of these copies, here's this book is still new, it's still kind of pricey, but I will give you one of these books for $5. It goes back to the ministry so that we can kind of recoup just a half of our cost. Uh, for these daily devotions. So please drop me a line at Joe Skillen at, or sorry, jskillen at eastminster.org and we can tag up and I'll sanitize it and I'll give you this and so that we can begin to have the same daily devotion together as a young adult community because in order to have a, a way of life that can be mastered that uh, creates community, I think we have to meditate on the same thing together. And so you can bring up a copy and what we can do is we can um, begin to measure how our ministry is growing by how many copies of this we give out. So I'm going to like start a spreadsheet about how many copies of this that we give out each quarter and see if we can increase in our number and include people into our ministry by giving them this book so that we can meditate on its content and you know bring ourselves to God together um, as a spiritual community. So yeah, if you'd like one, send me an email and I'll make sure that you get a copy of it uh, so that we can begin this time and uh, this practice together. All right, so that's for next time. Next time, uh, this for this time. Next time, we will talk about another piece of the way of life that we want to invite people into. But today it was on walking with God. Hey guys, real quick, I want to tell you about a small group opportunity, a grow group opportunity that's going to be a short term group that's going to start on August the 17th. It's going to be on Monday nights for 10 straight Mondays. And we're going to study the Enneagram. Yes, you probably have heard of the Enneagram. You may have been typed by one of your peers or at the office or something like that. And you might be asking yourself, what's this Enneagram thing all about? Or you might be those who are streaming everything Enneagram in your life because you're just an Enneagram enthusiast. Well, we'd like to get together and do it together as a group. And so what we'll have, at least at this point, you know, in the time of pandemic, we make plans and we have to be flexible with those plans. But on Monday nights from 7 to 8.30 here at the church, starting August the 17th, we will go through the Enneagram. There's some teaching that we'll take in. There's a book that we'll read along with it. So if you'd like to sign up for that group, go ahead and send me an email at jskillen at eastminster.org so that we can begin to get a list together. A book cost is only going to be about $15. So $15 for the whole class. The Enneagram is going to help you connect with God, connect with others. It's going to help you develop in your personal life, in your professional life, in your social life, all those things. It's not perfect, but certainly is a good tool for our relationships and also our spiritual life. So I encourage you to join us as we study the Enneagram. So please shoot me an email so you can get on the list and join the group. Thanks. Hi, young adults. My name is Wendy Stevens, and I want to invite you to a grow group being offered this fall. Do you find yourself wondering how do we find and build relationships that are worthy? How do we celebrate being single 
finding that forever someone and create genuine friendships. Through time studying God's vision for us and the relationship with him, we learn about our time on our own and with others. I hope you'll join myself and my husband, Jason, to explore what relationships should look like and how to reset the ones that are keeping you from the dreams you have about your own future while utilizing your single time to be personally fulfilled. We'll meet on Sundays at 9.30 starting August 13th in the parlor at Eastminster. We can't wait to build a relationship with you, connect with others looking for the same, along with some laughs and maybe some donuts too. Hey, before we go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating so that more people can be drawn to the podcast. We also have a Eastminster Young Adults Facebook page. If you'd like to be a part of that, please look for it and send a request so we can add you to the closed group so you can stay up to date on all the things that are going on in young adult life. Thanks. We'll see you next time.